This episode of The Pivot is brought to you by Real Graphics. Real Graphics is a one-stop shop for all marketing and advertising needs. Comprised of a team of talented creatives and professionals, whatever you need, they do it all. A pivot is crucial to the success of any plan. Unexpected events or circumstances arise on everyone's journey. This seems to be especially true for entrepreneurs. Things rarely go completely as planned. I'm Tad Kelsey and on The Pivot, I'll chat with entrepreneurs about what they do and how they got there. On episode three of The Pivot, Justin White, co-founder of Orange Cattle, sits down to chat with small business owner and designer, Chris Flanagan. Justin talks to Chris about how he unintentionally started his one-stop marketing and advertising company, Real Graphics. Okay, Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, where you're from and where you grew up. All right, my name's Chris Flanagan. Yes, that's Flanagan. I have a hard time saying it too. Um, but yeah, man, I grew up here in Lufkin, Texas. Um, yeah, just big city. <laughs> How many people are in Lufkin? Ooh, going on the record, I, so I'm gonna say in the 40K range. I know our, our, our county's more like 75, so we're, Lufkin's kind of the hub to other smaller communities and towns around, so that, that's a big deal. And I think it's part of how Lufkin's kind of growing and, and, and it's a successful town is from the, the area around it as well. Were you entrepreneurial from an early age? So my first thought would be no, but you know, now that I'm a little bit older looking back, there's some funny things that kind of stand out, like the story about I would make a lunch and take it to school because my parents wouldn't give me lunch money, but they would just buy groceries. It's like, no, we're not going to give you money, but you know, here's sandwich meat and so on. So I started taking extra sandwiches and selling them in the period before lunch. And then I started making these requests to my parents like, hey, could you not buy ham? Could you buy turkey instead? And like, hey, can you not get wheat bread? Can I get white? You know, so they're just like a subway. They're thinking I'm like, oh, okay, Chris really likes the sandwiches this way. And then it kind of got out that I was selling them. And I think they were kind of half upset and then half impressed, you know. But I was like, Mom, I can make way more money selling these sandwiches. And then I've got three to four dollars to go buy whatever I want. So that would be the only indication that maybe there was something going on. But but yeah, it's kind of weird because, yeah, my parents aren't. Um, my mom's in insurance, my dad's in construction, um, so there's no other business owners necessarily in the family, but it just, I guess, was inside of me. Yeah, so, so tell us a little bit about your company um, and, how do you guys, and how you guys started. Awesome. So Real Graphics today is like a one-stop shop um, for design, marketing, printing type. I, I struggle to even talk about it because it, we're, we're kind of in a little niche area to where um, you come in and we, we design anything and everything for you, but then we also produce a lot of the products from apparel to signs, vehicle wraps, build websites. We have a full print shop in-house. So we really can do so much for you. So there's not a lot of people that do everything the same way. Um, so I kind of feel like we, we stand alone in some areas of, of being a true one-stop shop. Um, and so, yeah, so it started just with an idea of, man, I need to make some extra money. Uh, a friend of mine talked me into buying this old dinosaur printer that would print some posters. I thought, man, I could use this for my church. This would be cool. And so kind of stumbled in it, took a little risk of putting a thousand bucks on my credit card to buy thousand, the ink. Okay. You know, and that was, the printer was 200 bucks, you know, but I had to buy all this ink for this 1995 
HP Design Jet 3000. Do you still CP. use it? Do you still use it? Man, I wish I could have it displayed as like a museum <laughs> piece, but it was so thing. big and bulky it had to go because we had no room for it. So one day it found its way to the curb. It was ah. kind of sad. But that little dude just changed everything because it allowed me to start printing posters. And then I had a youth pastor friend at our church and it's like, oh, cool poster, you know, um, who did it? And I was like, oh, well, actually I designed it and I printed it on this po printer I have. And and it, the, the best question he said was, how much would you charge me to design one for my youth group? And yeah, how did you just, do pricing there? Out of the, just thin air, I was like, oh, how about 20 bucks for the design <laughs> and 20 bucks a poster? And he was like, absolutely. And, and it was at the uh, Baptist church in town, so they had deep pockets. And yeah. they just started ordering these posters, and that was my first customer. And that was where, you know, it was just kind of this thinking of like, well, maybe I can really make some side money here, you know? Yeah, so I was, it's like a side hustle kind of thing Yeah, at first. and even though I didn't meet Gary Vee yet, and I didn't know that that was a thing, it, it <laughs> yeah, started that way. Oh, all man. the time. Yeah, and so it was just really neat because, yeah, it just kind of evolved from there. And then other youth pastor friends might, you know, hey, can you design a shirt for our camp? Or And so it just kind of started growing. And so I had to take steps, but I mean, I'm so thankful because God never opened a door where I had to jump. It was yeah. always just a step, you know? Yeah. It was like, well, you know, I'm going to rent this office and it's going to be a big, you know, scary thing, but it's just, you know, this much money a month, I can handle yeah. it. And, and it just evolved from there to doing more things. So I tell people as real graphics grew, we didn't grow just in, in, in height. We grew more sideways in the ability of, you know, now we're printing t-shirts. Now we're, you know, bought this other printer. So now we're printing banners and now we're, you know, starting to design websites. And so we just continue to grow that way as our customers needed. And that kind of reflects back to the size of Lufkin. Lufkin is a good medium-sized town that, that is growing. Um, it's got a lot of great things happening. And so we've been able to kind of be there in that time of, you know, I started business in 2007 when everyone's like, ooh, you really shouldn't be Start doing business, that. Yeah. This is a terrible idea. But, you know, Lufkin was, was still a growing area in the community. And so they needed a place to get shirts. They needed websites for their small businesses. And we've been able to grow you know, amongst all that as well. And so it's, it's just been awesome. Um, so yeah, but I mean, again, I say that to say definitely needed the team in place because I can't do yeah. half of that stuff very well. So yeah. to do, you know, a fear was just, you know, not to become a jack of all trades, a master of none. Yeah. I really needed to be a master in all these areas in this one company. And so it's been really vital just about these right people coming in and joining the team at the right time that has really helped us be a success to this point yeah you know, we're not done but but that's yeah. how we've gotten here yeah and i'm so. here at the building the building is awesome you guys should just give tours it. like i just got a, i got mm. a how much would you tour. pay for that yeah that's that could help us pay the electric hey, bill yeah maybe. hey I, you know or what's the the pricing strategy to always be like well um what what do you think it should be like did <laughs> yeah. you never have any clue no did yeah. you think whenever the the baptist church responded they responded so quickly like oh yeah it's a great price were you like did i oh man, man i way undercharged dude, i was so green back in the day no that profit didn't <laughs> you're just even, like i don't care yeah the it wasn't even in my vocabulary of yeah, no, I was so, so... Did you, did you consider it a business then, or were you no, just like... No, really, and that's, it was just such a vague term, yeah. or, or time, you know, I would just say, it, yeah, it just kind of evolved to where it was kind of like, yeah, it was like, oh, this is kind of a business, you know, yeah. oh, this is a, this is a kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of weird how that slowly crept up on me, because I think if it was just like, I should start a business, that, yeah. that thought was never in my head, yeah. and I think it would have even just shocked me and probably disappeared, so I think that it just kind of evolved and happened was... A good way for me. You Did know? you have the beard then? No, man. I was a baby. 
No, no beard? Yeah, no. When did you get the beard? I've had a good forever. Is that when real, real graphics took off was the beard? You know, actually. You it, have a thick beard. Yeah, a little beard. bit. 2016. I'm jealous, yeah. Well, I'm grow what I can. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, it was the last couple of years. I had a daughter, and I felt like I think I just had to bring more manliness to the house, <laughs> having all these ladies in there. And so. Uh, you have two daughters? I have two daughters now. Oh, so all girls. All girls. Yeah, and they are girl girls. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, Aubrey came along in 2016. And she was so awesome and, and fun that we just followed up with Adley coming right behind her 19 months later. They wouldn't know you without the beard? And so, no, they wouldn't. Is it like, yeah, it's almost like James Harden-ish. Dude, don't give it too many props because <laughs> this beard is not near as good <laughs> yeah. as some others. His is, his is insanely thick. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, good stuff, though. Um, okay. I guess that's the pivot thing. We have to throw in a pivot mm-hmm. question. That's the name of the podcast. But uh, has your company changed from your original vision? So that's a unique thing because I never had a unique vision. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because it was just a, an evolving thing. So I'd have a lot of people like, is this exactly what you ever imagined or dreamed? And I was like, no, not because I didn't have big hopes and dreams, but just because I didn't know what was possible and what yeah. it was like. So I would say there was definitely a lot of pivots along the road. Yeah. You know, and one of the things I've said before is just trust. You got to just trust the path because – Man, you don't know what's ahead. You know, God gives you that little bit of glimpse, you know, as you're going, yeah. and, and you do have to pivot and turn as it needed, you know. And so we've had to make jumps, you know, where it was scary. I mean, I remember the weekend before I got married, we needed this other printer so bad. We needed a laminator to do wraps, and we were just struggling in this area because our equipment wasn't up to where what we were demanding. Yeah. And, um, man, I've, I've never been on Craigslist before, and... Um, I'm telling you, it was 10 days before we got married, and everything's stressed to the max. <laughs> and I found, I just jumped on Craigslist, because I was, I think you've seen what was out there, and in, 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 in searched something about laminator. Boom, popped this up, met this lady who's desperate to sell this printer and laminator, exactly what I needed, the brand I even needed and wanted. And she was so desperate to get rid of it, I, I think I talked to her on the phone, and she's like, look, if you're serious about this, and if you can come this weekend, I will own or finance it to you, no interest, I just need to get this out of here by this date, etc. And I'm like, ma'am, this is exactly what I need, I'll Wedding be there present. Friday. But yeah, taking on just that much of a crazy uh, yeah. jump. But you know, you just have to roll with the flow in so many areas, and I think you can miss opportunities by yeah. not. Um, but yeah, I'm, man, there's probably tons more of scenarios of, of adjusting and tweaking as we went, but yeah. So I didn't know what, what the big picture was going to look like, but I mean, we've just been painting along as we go and it's been, it's been good. And what makes, what makes you guys different from other companies or competitors? I think having our hands in the production side is a big deal because we can talk about a great idea or you can, you know, Oh, what about a t-shirt that did this and had this printed down the side? But then we have the, the knowledge of how it's actually going to be produced. So we can say, hey, that really would be a cool idea, but that's going to cost an arm and a leg. Or, hey, when you print on the side of a shirt down here on the low part, that looks cool in the mock-up. But on a 2X guy that, you know, is going to be wearing it, it's not very flattering to have that little, you know, heart going around your love handles. And, and so a lot of areas that we are producing stuff, we can have some insight on. And so I you think get that, that helps a lot. You, yeah. Yeah. We can say, hey, that's a really cool idea. But what about this? And yeah. this will be cheaper. This will be a little, you know, more efficient for your budget and so on. And communicate the message clearly and so on. So 
and that kind of goes throughout, you know, whether it's a website build where a customer's like, oh, I need five different websites yeah. because really they're all going to do this and that. And then we can have the like, you know what, we could actually accomplish that by this one website with five different, you know, <laughs> landing pages and, 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 and save you so much more money yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And, and so I think that's just a big part in, in all the different you know, areas, the print shop, man, they're great at that. People come in with some ideas of, oh, I saw yeah. this on Pinterest. How can I, do, you know, well, you know, that maybe not, but what about this? And, oh, yeah. that's even better. I mean, this one girl, Kayla, came in with this, you know, invitation idea from Pinterest. And, and boom, talking to the, the team over there that have all this background and knowledge, they were able yeah. to recommend similar products and get the, the look that she wanted. And, and that, I think, definitely is a win for me. I just love that. Um, so that kind of, I feel like, is one thing that makes this difference. And then design. You know, design has been a big, huge part of our, 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 our maybe I should just say a top priority of ours. We've hired the most talented people we could find from day one. And really, if you looked at me really closely in this business, you'd find that I don't do many things well. You know, I <laughs> yeah, really I totally, don't. But yeah. I've, I've done the best I could at getting the most creative people around me, you know, getting the, the most nerdy web programming guru I could get. So that way, you know, they are masters in those areas and they can they can do well more than me. Um, so that's another thing. Getting those creatives in place, I think, was another thing that's helped us continue to grow in our successes. Because I have had customers say, well, you, you're not the cheapest shirt shirt place in town, yeah, but, you don't man, probably you, want the to design be. is yeah. just so much better. I'd rather come here. Yeah. Or, and that's just, like, the biggest win. You yeah, know? that is. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I think these are a little more rapid-fire ones, so <laughs> we'll uh, hopefully ra- – Okay, so what piece of technology, not including your phone mm. – because the phone's got to be the number one answer – Nowadays, can you not live without? Gosh. I mean, if it really came down to it, any Apple product is pretty much soldered to me. So you're an um, Apple guy. Oh, I am all the way. That's pretty much everyone now. There, like. There's a few PCs in this office, and every one of them is just a thorn in our side. But do you, like, do you not give them raises? You're just like, hey. No, no, you, no. Like, the PCs are, are strictly for work. Like, yeah. like the UPS printer just because UPS doesn't have an app for Mac, so we have to have that one, and it's a pain, or whatever. But, yeah, Apple all the way here, uh, it's part of our, our hiring process. <laughs> um, but, gosh, I mean, technology-wise, I mean, my iPad is probably the one that's just been with me a lot lately. I got the Pro recently because my other iPad took a drive on the top of my wife's car. Nah, I was nothing. putting the kids in. They were going to school, getting them buckled up. I set it up top, and... And that was the last time I saw yes. the iPad. <laughs> yeah. So I, but the good thing is I got the iPad Pro, um, and man, I, the pencil. I think it's sick. Yeah. Uh, you just, like the pen? Yeah. yeah, because I take notes. I'm just a paper and Style, pen guy. Yeah. And so now that there's that awesome pen, like I take the notes on the iPad, and yeah. then I can email them to the yeah. designer or whatever. So it's like, hey, I met with this guy. This is what they want. Here's the measurements. Hope you can read my handwriting, and I can just boom send that thing. That's a lot. Yeah. And, and it's so great versus having to pass that paper. So yeah. Sounds small, but, but that has just been like the most exciting thing to me is that hundred dollar pencil instead of just typing on your phone. <laughs> yeah, a million times. And, and I'm too slow on that. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm meeting with a customer and it's on the fly, just quick, quick. Yeah. I can't type fast enough to do that. And it looks cool. It, it's neat. so it looks cool to customers too. And that's that's definitely a big deal. That is pretty cool. I know. I'm kind of thinking like, okay, that looks really interesting. I need to buy that. Um, so, what does what does your average day look like? You know, way too much. I say I'm the fireman of the team, so I put out a lot of fires where there's, yeah. hey, this isn't printing, or that's not connecting, or that quit working. What do you want me to do? So These every shirts customer didn't come is in. not just... So <laughs> I, I deal with a lot of that, and then emails run my life, yeah, you know? And it's one of those yeah. things that's like email is a big deal because I usually get the 
complicated orders or the special projects like, hey, this guy wants to meet about this and you're the best person, you know, so some of that. But, yeah, my email is a, a big leader in my day and I'm trying to manage that. So. What time do you check? Do you check it right when you get up? Dude, I think that wait? would just wreck my day. Would it? I have to get my mindset right. So usually, no, I wait on that. Sometimes if I have a special quote, I might wake up early and maybe go to workout. I'm not a morning person. I'm You're not a, a morning person? No, I'm a night person all the way. Well, I saw on your shifting. sign. Yeah, on your old sign on the way in, it says, <laughs> it doesn't say nine to five. It says nine-ish, two, five, or six. Yeah, six. Nine-ish. Yeah. And they wanted to put nine-ish <laughs> to six-ish, awesome. but I was like, we can't do ish on both. So you got to yeah. either be here at nine, nine and six-ish close or opposite. I loved it. I thought that but, was so funny. I've never seen that before. Uh, that was I'm, funny. But I'm really shifting my ways, so I'm trying to get up early at five, which is like, I mean, that's, that's pretty early. much nighttime to me. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah. And go work out. And then that way I have like a 6 to 7.30 window where maybe I can tackle some certain work projects that maybe just really need some focus before the girls get up get and get we up. get ready for school. Because getting them going to Man. school is a big deal. And then I yeah. can be here at 9 and then tackle maybe just more of the, the ordinary emails and get in the day. So that's the uh, the goal of a daily routine but man every day is different yeah so, i bet you know i just roll with them that's crazy but i i well i mean i'm adjusted don't don't get me wrong i mean some days like yeah if i can't go to sleep till midnight or one then i'm wrecked the next morning you sleep until six no yeah well sometimes yeah yeah it's <laughs> like ooh, what, what do you consider in? sleeping in with kids what do you uh, well kids is 7 30 i mean that was yeah saturday it's like ooh, let's sleep in today and we made it to 7.30, but... That's nuts. But it's good stuff. Yeah. It's, it's good. But, you know, used to, I would work late, and so my mind would just keep going. So, I mean, I couldn't shut it down. So, yeah. even if I was like, okay, I'm only going to work till midnight, then I yeah. got to go to bed, dude, I'd be up till three because my brain is still in motion. Like, what about this? And like, yeah, I can't just shut it down, and so I've been trying to flip it. So, that's kind of why. So, so okay, that leads kind of into it. What uh, What's one of your hobbies, passions that... Um, that surprise people that you know that, about you. Hmm. Anything surprising? No, but I, I kind of like a little of everything, and I think I do surprise people that way. Like I like to go hiking, I like to shoot guns, I like just outdoorsy stuff. Love yeah. going to Colorado and any adventure there from whitewater rafting, whatever. And sometimes I think people are like, "Oh, I didn't think he was an outdoorsy guy." Because <laughs> you're you know? automatically they're just like, "Oh, you do marketing, you yeah, do graphics, you're, like you're you like yeah, video games, you're, right?" You're and at I'm the like, Apple no. Web conference, and you're on Twitch every yeah. second. Now, one thing that does shock is I'm not into sports at all. At all, dude. I mean, like, oh man, you could give me a hundred bucks, and I probably could tell you who played the Super. <laughs> Bowl last year no I'm serious I just I don't know I just don't have the energy or the time for it I mean I just that's, I think I devoted in other areas well, yeah. maybe but um that is one thing I think that's a shocker to a lot of people this, um, yeah that's a shocker because just don't follow don't like, don't, I know. you know I don't I don't know so no sports no really not if you had to pick a sport no I'll go to anything if you want to take me to a Mavs game man I'm there yeah like that, I mean A&M game Whatever I love going that's, to yeah. events because that's just fun. I mean, I can just pick a team and have a great time there. It's just the watching, follow, the following, yeah. like what are the stats? And dude, I just don't, I don't, know. don't go Man. there. So I know it's a little bit of shock. I think I lose friends over it. <laughs> no sports, okay? No, no that's sports for me. well, yeah, because I mean you're working, so see so like, I, and I guess yeah, instead of like yeah. watching a game, I'm listening to a pot. I don't know. I don't yeah, want to sound no. like a complete nerd, but oh, it's too yeah, it's just far, that, too that's kind of, that. you know, that is an enjoyable hobby is you know, listen to this new marketing podcast. <laughs> marketing it's podcast. really good. <laughs> You're like, I listen Exciting. to this marketing podcast. Like, oh, okay. Like, how about it? Yeah. Um, okay. So a few more. Um, if you weren't running your business, what would you be doing? See, that's a tough one. I, I was going to do youth ministry forever. So that was, I mean, when I was a student in high school, I just knew I was going to do ministry. I took a, a job at a small town called Alto, 
30 minutes from Lufkin, uh, hit a huge church, about 35 people, youth group of four to five, and it was from two families. And I thought that's what I was going to do forever. So I spent two years there. I moved to San Antonio, spent about three years working at another church. It's just the youth staff. Um, you know, it was doing young adult ministry. So I just thought that was it. And I had jokes with my other youth pastor friends that we were going to, you know, work at a youth camp until yeah. we couldn't move, you know, yeah. 80 years old because that's just what we loved. And it just shifted to where my passions just kind of rotated into this business. And it's one of the things I've had people say, like, oh, do you ever think you'll do do ministry again? But it's so cool because I don't never, I've never felt like I'm not in ministry. I mean, we get to work with tons of churches and organizations and ministries, you know, that that do great works. And we get to be involved in that from start to finish. So, yeah, um, it's kind of your ministry now. Like yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so even though I thought, yeah, I was going to do that forever. Yeah. You know, now this is all I can really imagine. Love on customers, you know? love on employees. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. So, I mean, and involved at our local church and things like that. So I get to serve and, and yeah. be a part there. So, yeah. So if you took away real graphics, I don't know. I think I'd want to do the same thing I'm doing now, you know, yeah. it's one way or another, because I absolutely love it. I love the ideas and making them come to life and, um, just yeah, it's it's a wonderful area. It's always growing too. Yeah, you know, I mean, every day is something different here. I mean, it might be a vehicle wrap we're working on to oh, now we need to look at signage and it's kind of more of a construction project of how we're yeah. going to build it and you know have it stand this tall and that way. And so I love the challenges, and okay. so that's a neat neat part of it. That's cr- and these are the that one before yeah it wasn't a rapid fire question. I looked at it wrong. Uh, so this is the, these are the rapid rapid oh, fire oh, questions. So these up. are like oh man, these are these are going to be insane. So. Uh, really fast. What's the what's the best and worst marketing advice you've ever gotten? Mm. Okay, good one. The worst, and I don't know where I picked this up, was hire not the person, hire the position. Meaning, you know, don't hire that person because they're really great. Hire them because you have a position they need to fill. And I think I heard that in the church industry yeah. because every time I think I've hired someone, it's been the opposite. You know what I mean? I'm like don't have a spot for you but you're too valuable to pass up you got to join the team yeah. do you want to print shirts you, think that's you, what, yeah, that's you know what. so i mean you know so we've got a lot of talent on the team i mean and and yeah so sometimes i, I i've ignored that completely and went the opposite where like i will hire the person because i know they can add value here and we just got to plug them in and figure out how to pay for their salary so that's that's some of the worst some of the best and it's a little weird but it was a friend of mine mark hicks i met him early on in business and he said Hey man, I think you got a pretty neat thing going on here. This is just when I was a staff of one. And his advice to me was find one thing you're really good at and just focus on that. Do it very, very well. And he said, I think you can do well. And I say that's the best advice because I did the opposite, you know, and, and, it, and I, and I did, I just started diversifying and spreading myself out and getting into more and more things because that's what I felt the it's need was. Big net and yeah. And so I'm like, man, if he wouldn't have challenged me in that direction and I didn't ignore it, you know, maybe we would look different because I don't know if we would have ever survived, you know, year two and three and four, if I was just a t-shirt printing shop or yeah. just a web design place. Or, yeah. You know, if I just did one of those things, I don't think it would have worked. Do you call him up and so, you're like, Hey, your advice was amazing. Oh, I, I mean, I, I took the opposite of it, but it, yeah. that was what made it great. In, in a way, yeah. Actually, we won a Small Business of the Year from the, the, the Lufkin Chamber in 2016. And in my thank you speech, he was there. Nuh-uh. And I said that. You I was like, that? thank you for you know, that <laughs> advice that I got to ignore. And, and I made awesome. mention of it then. But, yeah, it's been. You gave him a shout it, out. It, but it's, it's crazy how that yeah. kind of kept coming up yeah. you know, in my mind. Um, through transitions and as we would make changes and you know yeah we're gonna start doing vehicle wraps now you know i would remember that good job those vehicle wraps that's you know is that the wisest thing well that's not what mark said but here we go (laughs) you know so no that's funny um okay so 
who is one of your personal favorites when it comes to branding? It can be a company person. Mm. Who's your favorite? Okay. Well, my top one would be Donald Miller. Uh, I followed him as an author uh, years you ago. You make all new employees read that book, right? I, you know, but I mean, I definitely shove it down their throat in different <laughs> ways. Maybe in staff meeting, might drop some lines from him and whatnot. But yeah, I loved him as just a, an author. And then he started his own uh, marketing company, Story Brand. And I've just been, you know, digesting all the the ideas and thoughts that he's had. Listen to his podcast, and so he would be definitely my number one. Um, there's some others in there as well, but yeah, Don I gets put, it for put you. one and he's on the pedestal. It's a real graphic. Okay, so dude. real Don Miller's real graphics. And I do refer to him as Don. So my friends oh, are like, oh, is this a guy? You know, I was like, well, you know, I, mean, I saw him in Houston the other day. You know, but uh, just, we didn't, didn't talk on one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm uh, sure he knew I was oh, there. Oh, Don, Don's Don. You know? Me and Don are going fishing later. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Oh, you know, Don's gonna be in Dallas. I'd love to connect. Oh, with Don him Miller. No big deal. By connect, I mean buy a ticket and go to the conference. But still, same thing. But you're like, yeah, we're meeting up. No, I mean, yeah, he's he's probably. I don't know this for sure. He's probably wanting me to go grab dinner afterwards. So if I call late, honey, if I call late, that's why. Uh, no big deal. That's it. Okay. If you had, if you had one million dollars, it's kind of a hypothetical. Mm. So, if you had one million dollars to spend on social media advertising, but it could only be spent on one social media platform, like i.e., Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, um, and it had to be spent in six months, or you lose it. You know, so like Brewster's Millions. I don't mm-hmm, know if you're, mm-hmm. you know, I'm old enough to remember that. But no, but that's <laughs> I get, I get, I get. But Brewster's Millions. That's like okay. Where would you, where would you spend it? It has to be spent. Man, it has to be spent. Dude, I think I'd want to go on YouTube. YouTube? But I don't know if that's just me because where I'm at, the majority, yeah. you know, and I, and I think I take in a little bit more ads from there. Uh, podcast ads are another great one. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, they're doing a great job because it's like <laughs> they're relevant to what I'm listening yeah. to. So a lot of times they're like, oh, wait, what, what was that website again? You know, write yeah, that down. I need market. to check that out. Yeah, because not so, many people are listening to a marketing podcast that don't like marketing. Yeah, it's work for me. I mean, I heard about this company called Celery. And I'm just like, <laughs> Google, like, what is this company? It's um, like, that's a weird name. Yeah, it totally caught me. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, I I would say YouTube if I had to pick because I think there's a great potential there just to, you know, yeah, people are there YouTube, for a reason. Yeah. And I think, you know, that might be a great av- avenue, but I don't know. You can saying. really show off your work, especially like real group. I mean, you guys I can show off the so. truck. You can, yeah. get, I mean, show off everything you do. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's. But if I had to pick, if I had to pick. I think we had someone pick LinkedIn once. And Oof, no. LinkedIn, not so not LinkedIn for no, you guys? No, I haven't. No. Okay. Not yet. And not, I mean, but I hear other people really talk yeah. late about it. Like, No Snapchat? No. I, I don't really, I mean, I shouldn't yeah. say that as an advertising marketing type company. That, yeah. That, yeah. I, I, Snapchat was one of those that I definitely said, give it six months, it's out of here. I have no friends on and Snapchat, so I don't even know how to use it. Yeah. I mean, I literally, like, I, I if mean. If you want to test it out, we can maybe <laughs> Snapchat <laughs> each other. Snap. But, yeah, I, I, I really didn't think it'd still be around, and it's still here. So see, now I'm kind of like, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of like behind it, and I'm like, ah, I'm too lazy now to try it out because it's. Yeah, and I I, I'm too old. I just don't have any friends on there. So there's, I mean, literally, like, if you don't have any friends on there, it's like I don't, yeah. I have no one to to snap. It, like, I think you get awkward when you're snapping the 14 year old kids. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's probably dad life struggle, and you know they're not really gonna relate. So <laughs> not on Snapchat. I hear you. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel hipsterish if I was on Snapchat. Yeah. I feel, but so you that's know, what I mean. I'm too old. Okay, um, last two. Um, What's the best advice you've ever received in, in business? Hmm. And then you might you kind of touched on that. Well, I mean, but yeah, kind of, you know. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I mean, really, 
there's been lots of just nuggets because yeah I didn't go to college for business or any of this stuff so I've learned a lot along the way and they I really, teach you how to run real graphics in they college didn't. I, I missed that class <laughs> that they did um, and so I think there has just been a lot of people along yeah. the way that have been just really good I mean even just practical stuff from I remember first time of just not knowing what a cut vinyl decal was like so I mean I thought when you had red letters on the on the side of a truck that someone put those letters on individually you know, so I cold called this guy that I heard about, a friend that went to church, yeah. this guy who had a business that sounds like what I was trying to do. And so I called him. His name was Mike Mize. And I was like, hey, Mike, I got your name from this guy and, you know, a friend of mine. And he said that you do this type of vinyl work. Could I meet you? And he just had a, a building at his house that he did the work from. And he's like, it's nothing impressive, but you're welcome to stop by. And so I drove an hour and a half, saw him. You know, and he just spent an hour with me showing me, you know, oh, no, this is how you do it. You tape it off with this masking tape, and you do this and that, and this is called weeding, and you use this little pick tool, and, I mean, just light bulbs are going off of, wow. Yeah. And so that's not business advice per se, but it was just industry advice that was huge for me. And then I'm like, man, I could do this. And yeah. so that opened up a whole area of, you know, a, you know, an area that I jumped into early on that, that helped us a lot. Um, but I've had other, you know, advice just as far as structuring the business, and, hey, you really need to start looking at this. You really need to start... Um, you know, getting this in place with these employees and what about working? You know, so yeah. along the way, other business business leaders and business people that I, I look up to in our chamber and connections different ways have been very generous with their time and, and yeah. thoughts that, man, was huge to me because, yeah. you know, my parents didn't run their business and then, you know, they supported me every which way up and That's down. Awesome. Yeah. But then there was other people to come along too that gave me little nuggets that were just like, oh, okay, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Great. Thank you for that. Or where do I go to get that draft? Oh, you need yeah. to have a lawyer? Oh, okay. Well, do you know one by chance? So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just stuff like that that um, I would have to credit many, many people for yeah. along the way. And yeah. that, that was cool. I know. What you built now is really it's pretty awesome. Like it's I appreciate very it. cool. Last question. Um, yeah, this is because this I, I may just put this question in there because um, I'm obsessed with movies. But um, what's your favorite movie you've seen in the last year? Because I didn't do favorite movie of all time because yeah. then it's like, well, it depends. Oh, man. Or maybe favorite movie or favorite TV show in the last year. Dude, what if you we... the Office ringtone. What if we switch this to... Okay. YouTube. Okay, well, Because, yeah, like, okay. we have been just consuming so much YouTube in the last two years, and Casey Neistat has just been my go-to dude. <laughs> so, like, I'm constantly watching his stuff. Um... Man, that, that's a tough one. And YouTube just um, has that new show, Cobra Kai. Have you seen that? I saw the advertisement oh, for it, man. It's I don't know. I, watched I, it I, I would watch it. But, yeah. Um, I watched it with my sister, and she was like, she's like, I think this is serious. I was like, no. And then we got into the conversation. I'm like, you have you seen Karate Kid? She's never even seen oh, like, the original Karate Kid. So Dude, like, I had the belt. The, the, oh, my gosh, You know, man. the whole works as a kid. Mr. Miyagi was Karate Kid. That was my answer, Love Mr. Miyagi, it. on the best advice. But... Mm. That's good. I, I did watch Alex Inc. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gimlet guys. The yeah, Gimlet, I like yeah. that that Zach Braff character. Man, he's he's hilarious. He's a so dreamer. I jumped into that one. Uh, watched that recently. I'm watching Parenthood again for oh, the third my time. My wife loves Parenthood. So that's just kind of our go to bed wind down Still show. On Parenthood. Um, been watching Parenthood. I think I'm in season six again, so I'm getting ready to Are you? to cry and let it all start over. <laughs> but um, love that show. Um, my wife loves Parenthood. Yeah, I'm blank on the movies, but been watching all the TV uh, shows and, and, and YouTube. No movies. So, so, no movies recently. It's been a while. I guess you're you working. Know? We don't well, like sports, I mean, so you have no excuse some, but not I don't think, for movies. No, but I don't think there's any that have just been like, oh, man, I got to see awesome. that kid. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, I mean, there was uh, the Pitch Perfect 3 that came out last year. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got girls now, so you're going to be Devil well, Wears Prada. I'm a dude. Those are all yours. That, those, the Proposal. Those, 
no, come on, that's too girly. But but Pitch Perfect no. one and two are pretty dang funny it's, movies. It is solid. I don't care who you are. But three, you know, that was one. But me and it wasn't just. And they're good singers, man. That's, awesome. I didn't realize. Good. Yeah, that's. So I yeah so I don't know, man. I think I think maybe next year will be a good movie year for us because there hasn't been as many. Just yeah. I gotta see it. You answered every question good except for the movie one. Yeah, sorry, dude. You have to cut that out. out. Yeah, cut that's that definitely out. getting edited. Parenthood, <laughs> the proposal, of favorite movies. Although, man, I was watching the my, my father in law got me into the proposal movie. He he said because he's like we were talking about the guy from, it's in the office like uh, Oscar in the office. Um, Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Oh yeah, so he he's in funny. all these State Farm ones, and he's like, and I was telling him, I was like, man, I can't think of Oscar anything else other oh, than Oscar man. in the Office, and he's like, well, he's in the proposal. And I was like, he he talked about he talked it up, and I was like, man, I've I've got to go see the proposal yeah, now. Yeah. Which, and I it mean, is good. I told I, so I'm like, oh, my wife wants to watch the proposal, but she hasn't seen it yet. I'm more watching it, but that's mm. my excuse to watch it. But yeah, anyway. gotcha. Well, I appreciate you. Thanks for Dude, that interview. Yeah, that's awesome. Great, great time. No, thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for downloading The Pivot. Download and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Google Play to hear all of our entrepreneurial conversations.